Hi everyone, welcome back to the MedBullet Step 2 and 3 podcast. In today's episode, we cover the topic of glucagonoma found under the oncology section at medbullets.com. Let's begin with a clinical snapshot. A 54-year-old man presents to the clinic with complaints of unintentional weight loss over the past year. He reports losing about 20 pounds without any significant changes to his diet or exercise routine. He also noticed a rash that developed over the past week on his right hand. A physical exam reveals an erythematous plaque involving the palmar aspect of his right hand. He denies any recent contacts, outdoor activities, or changes to his detergents or lotions. Let's continue with an introduction to glucagonoma. As a general overview, this is a rare neuroendocrine tumor of pancreatic alpha cells leading to the overproduction of glucagon. In terms of the epidemiology, this is a relatively rare disease with an annual incidence of 0.01 to 0.1 new cases per 100,000. Demographically, this presents in patients in their fifth decade. Risk factors include a family history of multiple endocrine neoplasia syndrome type 1. In terms of the pathogenesis, this has an unknown etiology and the majority of cases are sporadic, but there is overproduction of glucagon from pancreatic alpha cells that act on the liver. This increases both amino acid oxidation and gluconeogenesis from amino acid substrates. There is a catabolic effect of glucagon, which results in hyponutrition, amino acid deficiency, and hyperglucagonemia. Conditions that are associated include MEN1 and Mavash disease. Moving on to the presentation, symptoms may include significant weight loss, necrolytic migratory erythema, which is erythematous papules or plaques that involve the face, perineum, and extremities that eventually enlarge and coalesce. There may be chronic diarrhea, depression, diaphoresis, polyuria, and polydipsia due to a relative diabetes, and chelosis. On exam, there should be a rash that is characteristic of necrolytic migratory erythema. In terms of further studies, serum labs may demonstrate increased plasma glucagon levels that will be greater than 500 picograms per milliliter. There will also be hyperglycemia. A skin biopsy is not required to make a diagnosis, but it can be used in the diagnosis of necrolytic migratory erythema. The pathology will reveal superficial necrolysis, separation of the outer layers of the epidermis, and perivascular infiltration of lymphocytes and histiocytes. In terms of the differential, make sure to think about pemphigus foliaceus, with distinguishing factors being that there will be the presence of anti-desmoglein-1 antibodies, as well as a normal serum glucagon. Also think about pellagra, with distinguishing factors being that there will be decreased niacin levels. With regards to treatment, Medical options include supportive care, including nutritional support such as TPN, as well as amino acid and fatty acid infusions. Another option is somatostatin analogs. This may include octreotide. This is to inhibit the release of glucagon. Surgical and interventional options include pancreatic resection. This is indicated in the minority of cases where the tumor is localized to the pancreas. Another option is liver-directed therapy. This includes hepatic resection, hepatic artery embolization, radiofrequency ablation and cryoablation, and or liver transplantation. 
This is indicated in the majority of cases where the disease has metastasized to the liver. Complications related to glucagonoma include metastasis. Remember that common sites include the liver, regional lymph nodes, bone, adrenal glands, the kidneys, and the lungs. Other complications include deep vein thrombosis and pulmonary embolism, as well as anemia and reversible dilated cardiomyopathy. And lastly, with regards to prognosis, remember that this is slow-growing, but the majority of cases are metastatic at diagnosis. There is a poor prognosis among patients with metastatic disease, and the 10-year event-free survival rate is less than 51.6%. Now that we've discussed the major points relating to glucagonoma, let's walk through a question to apply what we've learned and get a sense of how the topic might be tested. For this question, consider the following clinical scenario. A 55-year-old man presents to his primary care physician with fatigue, malaise, and a painful rash. The patient states that his symptoms have been worsening over the past week. He has also experienced abdominal pain and diarrhea. He has a medical history of obesity and smokes regularly. His temperature is 97.5 degrees Fahrenheit, or 36.4 degrees Celsius. Blood pressure is 142 over 82. Pulse is 85 beats per minute. Respirations are 15 breaths per minute. And oxygen saturation is 98% on room air. Physical exam is notable for an erythematous rash with papules and plaques on the patient's face, torso, and extremities. He states that the rash is painful. A finger stick blood glucose is unable to accurately read his blood glucose and gives a reading of greater than 500 milligrams per deciliter. Which of the following is the most likely underlying pathophysiology of this patient's condition? And the answer choices are choice 1, alpha cell tumor, choice 2, beta cell destruction, choice 3, beta cell tumor, choice 4, hypercortisolism, or choice 5, insulin resistance. The best answer to this question is choice 1, alpha cell tumor. This patient is presenting with necrolytic migratory erythema, which is a painful, erythematous rash with papules and plaques with gastrointestinal symptoms such as abdominal pain and diarrhea, as well as hyperglycemia. Put together, these findings are concerning for a glucagonoma. A glucagonoma is a tumor of the alpha cells. A glucagonoma is a tumor of the alpha cells of the pancreas. This tumor pathologically secretes glucagon, leading to profound hyperglycemia that is refractory to the normal treatments for diabetes. Patients also present with a classic rash termed necrolytic migratory erythema, which presents with painful, erythematous papules and plaques. Other findings include gastrointestinal symptoms, including anorexia, abdominal pain, and diarrhea. Hematologic findings include a normocytic, normochromic anemia. The diagnosis can be supported with a glucagon level, which will be elevated. Imaging of the pancreas by CT or MRI, which is more accurate, can further support the diagnosis. The publication by Zandi et al. reviews glucagonoma. They note the presentation and symptoms associated with the glucagonoma, including the classic rash and elevated blood glucose. They recommend considering this diagnosis in patients who present with rash and hyperglycemia refractory to typical treatments. Let's also discuss why the other choices are incorrect.
Choice 2. Beta cell destruction is the pathophysiology of type 1 diabetes mellitus, which presents with polydipsia, polyuria, weight loss, and hyperglycemia, typically in a pediatric patient. It can progress to diabetic ketoacidosis, which presents with hyperglycemia and anion gap acidosis, altered mental status, and Kuzmal respirations. Choice 3. Beta cell tumor describes an insulinoma, which would present with hypoglycemia refractory to glucose administration. This condition is caused by increased release of insulin. The diagnosis should be suspected in the setting of hypoglycemia, an elevated insulin level, and an elevated C-peptide level. Imaging of the abdomen or pancreas with an MRI will demonstrate the insulin-secreting mass. Choice 4. Hypercortisolism can cause Cushing syndrome, which presents with hyperglycemia, obesity, striae, limb or muscle atrophy, mood changes, and hypertension. A buffalo hump and moon facies may also be seen. This condition can either be from endogenous ACTH production or cortisol production, or can be from exogenous steroid use. Choice 5. Insulin resistance is the pathophysiology of type 2 diabetes mellitus, and it presents with obesity, hyperglycemia, and an elevated hemoglobin A1c. The mainstay of management is weight loss, though medications such as metformin, sulfonylureas, or insulin are often needed. Finally, a bullet summary. A glucagonoma is a tumor of the alpha cells of the pancreas that hypersecretes glucagon. That's all for this review about glucagonoma. We hope that was helpful. This is the MedBullet Step 2 and 3 podcast, a daily audio review session for MedBullets, the free learning and collaboration community for medical student education. As a reminder, you can follow along with these podcast episodes by reviewing the topics directly on MedBullets.com. You can listen to these episodes on the MedBullets website or phone app while reading through the topic. If the MedBullets podcast has been valuable to you, we'd be thrilled if you considered leaving us a 5-star rating and writing us a review on Apple Podcasts. It will help us spread the word and increase our discoverability tremendously. Thanks for tuning in. We'll see you all tomorrow, right here, on the MedBullets Step 2 and 3 podcast.